Join us March 13th live from Barcelona for the first ever International Cannabis Awards. Vote for your favorite breeders, artisans, and innovators. Join us live from anywhere in the world as we unveil the winners from Best Cultivation to Best Online Seed Store. Featuring live performances, plus appearances and insights from luminaries Luna Stauer, Nick Atee, and Kyle Cushman. The International Cannabis Awards. Be a part of cannabis history. Log on and cast your vote today. Hey there, fellow growers and cannabis enthusiasts. This is Kyle Cushman, your go-to guru for all things green and growing. I've got some incredibly exciting news to share with you today. You know, it's not every day that we get to announce something this special on our podcast, Grow Weed at Home with Kyle Cushman. But today, my friends, is one of those days. We are absolutely thrilled to announce a special sponsorship deal with the International Cannabis Awards held in the vibrant city of Barcelona. This partnership is not just a milestone for our podcast, but also an incredible opportunity to dive deeper into the world of cannabis on an international scale. Not just going to be attending the awards, oh no, we're going big. Alongside the show's fantastic producer, Nate Hammer, we're packing our bags and heading to Spain to film some very special episodes. Picture this, beautiful backdrop of Barcelona filled with the most innovative minds in cannabis. We'll be sitting down with some truly special cannabis luminaries, diving into their insights, experiences, and of course, their incredible contributions to our beloved plant. And there's another cherry on top of this already exciting trip. I have the immense honor of not only attending the International Cannabis Awards, but also judging and speaking at the ceremony. Imagine being surrounded by some of the most groundbreaking cannabis products and innovations, and I get to be right in the thick of it. But we're not stopping there. We're taking this opportunity to also engage with the next generation of cannabis pioneers. I've been invited as a guest speaker at the University of Barcelona. There I'll be sharing insights, experiences, and hopefully igniting a passion for cannabis cultivation in the hearts of students. It's an opportunity to bridge the gap between the academic and practical worlds of cannabis, and I couldn't be more excited to be part of it. So, mark your calendars for March 13th, because this is going to be a landmark moment for our podcast and for me personally. We can't wait to bring you along on this incredible journey, share the stories, the knowledge, and of course, the fun we're going to have. This is more than just a trip. It's a celebration of cannabis culture, innovation, and education on a global scale. Stay tuned, because the Grow Weed at Home with Kyle Cushman podcast is about to take you on an unforgettable adventure to Barcelona. Let's grow, learn, and experience this beautiful cannabis journey together. See you in Spain. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Grow Weed at Home with me, Kyle Cushman. Coming to you live from Casa de Cushman. As you can see, I've got my mother plants, a couple of them posing side by side with me. Today was actually, uh, a couple days ago, was actually harvest day. And uh, I think that's the reason why my voice is a little bit harsh, because... Uh, I worked really hard. My wife was out of town and did that all myself and got that done. I hope you all are comfortable and high if you high as you want to be. And uh, today's episode is going to be about the importance of climate control. Couldn't think of anything more important. Let's start back in the day. It's hard to believe, you know. Um, my old ass, for decades when we grew, we barely even thought about the climate. I mean, we thought about the temperature and the humidity a little bit, but really no relation to each other, you know? And uh, I remember one of my, my, actually my very first grow room when I came to California, one of the first things I had to figure out for myself was, 
you know, I had a big old basement and I had a window air conditioner hanging out a window, big old 24,000 BTU window air conditioner, weighed like 80 pounds. Well, you know, it has a temperature setting on it, right? But how am I gonna make it have a day and a nighttime temperature? And I remember thinking about it and what I did was I went out to Home Depot and I bought a contactor switch, and I, which is basically just an on-off wired switch for power, for voltage. And then I hooked up a seeing eye to that and I hooked up a thermostat all on a piece of wood. And then I plugged the air conditioner into that and ran it off of my contactor board. And that was so that I could have a separate nighttime temperature. Just think of all that I had to go through, you know? And nowadays, you've got so many choices. And one of the ones that I still use is these plug and grow controllers. It actually has a seeing eye in it. Oh, what do you know? This is a CO2 controller. Um, and they make them specifically for CO2, for temperature, for humidity. And the humidity one, you actually tell it whether you want it to dehumidify or humidify. It has a button on it. And then it's got two dials. One is for your nighttime set point and one is for your daytime set point. And they're just really, really convenient. You plug your appliance into the back of it I think that one of the most important things to spend money on, your funds on, after you know everything that's actually required from dirt and containers and lights, is climate control. And there's a lot of ways you can do that. Climate control can be an all-in-one kind of thing, um, where you plug your lights into it, and you can plug in your air conditioning into it, and even your humidifying or dehumidifying. And you program it um, to the parameters you want and it'll control all those things. Um, sometimes it's better to have individual control. Um, there aren't that many controllers that are really, um, not every controller is gonna make it easy on you so that like in a small tent, uh, some of the uh, appliances don't fight against each other. You know, your dehumidifier gives off a lot of heat and then you have an air conditioner. So sometimes it's really good just to have separate control of each of them. And, you know, bringing me back in the days, there's something called VPD, Vapor Pressure Deficit. Um, Pretty sure everybody's heard of that nowadays, it's, unless you've been under a rock. And um, vapor pressure deficit is not so complicated. Um, it is really the relation of temperature to humidity. And as I think back, not trying to control specifically my temperature or my humidity, just trying to make sure that it wasn't in extremes, um, I was missing out on being able to optimize any of those gardens I grew back in the day. Um, and that's why some of them actually failed, was for lack of humidity. Um, everything else was right. I had the temperature nice and warm and um, the food and everything is really, really good. But what's happening is um, because my humidity wasn't high enough, 
my plants were transpiring into the atmosphere. So this all has to do with VPD. So think of it like this. Your plants, as you know, during the daytime, the leaves go up. We like to see the leaves praying and pushing up. And that takes a lot of energy in the stem, a lot of turgidity, it's called. And only plants at a good rate of photosynthesis are going to do that, healthy plants. And when they do that, they're taking all the water and they're pushing it up to the leaf tips. Okay? And this is a good thing. Um, so think of vapor pressure, okay? If there is not substantial humidity in the environment, the plants will simply push their water out of their stomata and they will desiccate, they will turn yellow um, as a result of having a high rate of photosynthesis and low humidity. So VPD is about bringing your temperature and your humidity into perfect alignment. Um, then you can run your room at the optimal temperature and humidity and VPD, and that is really where you get the highest, highest rate of photosynthesis. Um, your VPD is set uh, by, a, there's a chart, okay, with red, yellow, and green ranges in them, and during different stages of the plant's growth, you'll have different levels of VPD. This is all about environmental control, and back in the day, I don't even think they made a sensor that would tell me these things. For all I know, I'd have to take out a slide rule and figure it out. Actually, that's kind of silly um, because all of these um, uh, uh, practices and methodologies come from tried and true practices of agriculture that were perfected long before the indoor marijuana horticulture uh, scene came along. Notice I call it the indoor marijuana horticulture, right? Cannabis, we like to call it cannabis these days. Marijuana is a slang term, but um, I have been growing that long, over 30 years. I think it's close to 35 years. Take a sip of my tea on that. So it's really important to humidify your room during the daytime. And it's going to be equally as important to dehumidify your room at nighttime. Um, if you do things properly, your plants are going to be nice and green and nice and perky, and then the lights go out. And then, as a regular biological function, they continue to respire through the night. They give off lots of CO2 and lots, lots of moisture. And that moisture, allow, if you allow it to remain in the room, your humidity levels spike and uh, you're going to end up with pathogens and such. So um, it's important to keep a proper VPD day and night. And this is another revelation that I came to um, not too long ago. And that is that um, it, isn't as imp it is not important to cool your room. Um, as I thought it was. It is important to maintain a proper VPD. So um, you don't want your humidity going out of whack at night. And 
the simplest way to do that is to either have your appliances with a separate day-night set point or to run them through a controller that you can that measures your VPD and that allows you to optimize your environmental controls. So I'm not going to get into the numbers specifically for each. There's personal preference involved. What I will say is that you're going to have a lower VPD when the plants are small and growing slowly. And that's going to be a, uh, a lower temperature, a, a lower difference between your temperature and your humidity. And then when you, as you raise the VPD, your, um, your humidity is going to be allowed to raise higher. And that's going to allow for that pushback on as you have more vegetation in the room, it's like more mouths to feed. Think of the stomata as mouths to feed. And each one of them is pushing out, um, wants to push out humidity. So you need a higher VPD as the plant gets filled with vegetation. Um, and you'll see the difference is amazing. When you uh, have control over your environment, not just temperature, not just CO2, but also humidity as well. That's when you truly get exceptional growth, stocky, um, uniform. Having complete control over your environment is the grower's best friend. Being able to manipulate it to be conducive to the stage that you're in and not worry about whether it's raining out or sunny, you know, um, whether you know it's warm or cold out, these can affect indoor grows. So um, investing in the appliances that give you control over your environment is the most worthwhile investment I can think of. Um, from temperature, you need humidification and dehumidification. Um, generally during the daytime to get to achieve an optimal level, you will have to humidify. And at night, you will certainly need to dehumidify. So you have to have a humidifier, a dehumidifier, an air conditioner, uh, a CO2 sniffer. And if you don't augment with CO2, um, you know, if you have more than one light and you're really at a two light stage, you really should be augmenting with CO2. Um, if not, you're certainly going to have to have an open environment. And that makes it really difficult to optimize. Um, so if you're relying on airflow and uh, open doors, which I used to do back in the days, uh, airflow technology for me used to be an open window in one bedroom and then a fan in the doorway sucking the cool air in and then hanging a fan in the doorway of the grow room and one in the ground, one standing up and having the two-way circulation. Um, you gotta get creative sometimes and I imagine some of you still do. Again, I'm just gonna say it one last time, the most important investment you can make besides the bare essentials is uh, appliances and controllers. Invest in the sensors that control your appliances to give you both day and night set point of your crucial environmental parameters. Well, there you have it, the edumacation part of the show. And uh, 
what else I got to talk about. Um, so coming up, of course, I've got Barcelona. Uh, I'm gonna be there for a whole week. I haven't traveled for a week away from home in years. I'm a little bit nervous, but I'm excited. And uh, what's going on? So it's mostly the International Cannabis Awards. I'm really excited. I'm both speaking and judging. Uh, this is the first of its kind ever international award show for gr best growers, breeders, and seed companies. And of course, we love seed companies because how else do all you wonderful people get to get all those wonderful varieties sent straight to your door? Homegrown Cannabis Co., of course. And um, while I'm there, I'm gonna be judging the Terp Tower Invitational, and I also have a speaking gig at the University of Barcelona. Uh, and that's all happening on March 13th. In the morning, in the first part of the day, I'll be speaking at the University of Barcelona, and then in the evening, I'll be helping to host the International Cannabis Awards. And lastly, but not least of all, uh, Nate and I are gonna be filming episodes of Gua from Barcelona. Um, might be from Choco Lounge, uh, might be from University of Barcelona, who knows, but you're gonna meet some really cool people, some of whom maybe you already know, some of whom you don't. And so I'm really looking forward to that. And I wanna encourage you guys to uh, leave comments and suggestions for show ideas, for guests, uh, at homegrowncannabiscode.com forward slash podcast. Uh, questions, comments, yeah, we love the engagement. And uh, I think lastly, I think we're gonna move on to Kyle's Tiles. Seeing as we don't have a guest, I'm gonna do both parts. So, cue the music. What? I love that. It's the High Times Bong Hitters. The Bong Hitters was the name of our softball team when I worked for High Times Magazine. Yeah, believe it or not, there, uh, it was uh, an actual uh, softball league, the New York Journalism League in Central Park. We played in Central Park on Thursday nights for three seasons, every Thursday night, and uh, we played against the likes of uh, Wall Street Journal and the National Review and Sports Illustrated, and Playboy, and uh, believe it or not, we, uh, this was one of the best memories I had of working and living in New York City. I became the pitcher, and uh, I was like, like 29 and one, and uh, it was this big thing. We were written up in all the local newspapers, Time Out New York, and I have quotes in Sports Illustrated and stuff, and. Uh, the wall, uh, CNN sent out a news team to cover our last game of the third season. We were going to be 30 and 0, and we lost one to nothing in a six inning softball game to the Wall Street Journal. One to nothing. Yeah, that was some good times. The high times bong hitters. I've always wanted to start up a softball team of my own out here in Cali. I think I might do that. <laughs> well, thank you for joining us again for another illuminating episode of Grow Weed at Home with Kyle Cushman. That's me. And I hope to see you again next week. Join us March 13th live from Barcelona for the first ever International Cannabis Awards. 
Vote for your favorite breeders, artisans, and innovators. Join us live from anywhere in the world as we unveil the winners from best cultivation to best online seed store. Featuring live performances, plus appearances and insights from luminaries Luna Stauer, Nick Atee, and Kyle Cushman. The International Cannabis Awards. Be a part of cannabis history. Log on and cast your vote today. Are you ready to take your cannabis cultivation game to the next level? Well, hold on to your buds because we have an amazing offer just for you. Are you familiar with Strawberry Cough? This legendary strain has delighted cannabis enthusiasts worldwide with its mouth-watering flavor and uplifting effects. Lineage? Sure, let's dive into it. Strawberry Cough is a delicious cross between strawberry fields and haze. Its distinct strawberry aroma and sweet taste make it a favorite among connoisseurs. Now, here's the exciting news. We're offering a fantastic deal on Strawberry Cough feminized cannabis seeds. You'll receive 20% off your purchase on any pack size of these seeds when you use code COUGH20. That's C-O-U-G-H-2-0. That's COUGH20 at homegrowncannabisco.com. Don't miss out on this incredible opportunity to grow your own strawberry cough. Whether you're a seasoned cultivator or a newbie looking to explore the world of marijuana horticulture, these feminized seeds will set you on the path to aromatic success. Visit homegrowncannabisco.com today and select from their wide range of premium cannabis seeds and maybe take advantage of 20% off your strawberry cough seeds when using code COUGH20. Happy growing, folks! Get ready to savor the tantalizing flavors and uplifting effects of Strawberry Cough, a strain that deserves a spot in every cannabis enthusiast's garden. Check out homegrowncannabiscode.com now and seize this offer before it's gone.